Welcome to Grow Well Podcast. This is episode number 35, and I'm your host, Dusty Heggie. I cannot help but see the beautiful parallels between human growth and between the way a plant grows, and I know that is by God's design. So here on Grow Well Podcast, we talk about both of those things and the beautiful ways that they're intertwined, human growth and plant growth. And today I have a very plant growth focused episode for you. We're going to be talking all about how to transition your house plants from outdoors indoors and when you should do it. We're going to cover things like how to prepare your home to bring in all those house plants from outside in, how to treat for pests, how to acclimate your house plants indoors properly because it shouldn't just be a pull your house plant from outside and put it indoors, and what kind of behavior you can expect from your house plant during this transition so that you're not caught off guard. Before I dive into all this incredible content I have for you today, I have a really, really, really exciting announcement to make. So on the day of this recording, that's September 17th, 2018, I have just opened the doors to a three-day houseplant challenge to help you better understand your houseplants and create a routine that actually works for both of you. The challenge begins on September 23rd, but you can join right now. And when you do, you'll get immediate access to the closed challenge Facebook group, a bonus training before the challenge even begins and some other great tips and resources to help you better understand your houseplants and therefore enjoy them so much more. And guess what? It is 100% free. So you can enroll directly via the link in your show notes um, or you can head to houseplantacademy.thinkific.com but click that link in the show note. I'm working on getting it shorter and my goal was to have it just be houseplantacademy.com but I got to set up a whole redirect. It's like a whole thing and I'm a little bit underprepared in this moment. So head to houseplantacademy.thinkific.com or you can just follow a direct link right in the show notes and you can enroll. You can join at any time. There will be replays available for all the content in case you miss a day. There will be bonus content and there's even going to be a bonus day. There will be a secret day for what? I just spoiled that. All about repotting and I'm going to be doing a live repotting session and Q&A and you guys are the very first to hear about it. So I hope you feel just tickled pink because I'm really grateful for you guys and I can't wait to just spoil you with all of this planty goodness. And don't worry, if you're listening to this this episode like way after the challenge has begun or ended, way after the challenge has ended and begun, I suppose that those are both accurate. It's okay because it is going to eventually become an evergreen content and there's a lot of really great resources you can find when you head to that link. So make sure you head to houseplantacademy.thinkific.com and there you can enroll in the free three-day Stop Killing Your Houseplants Challenge. And can you please do me a favor? Share this challenge with your friends. Don't do the challenge by yourself. I mean, you and I will be there, but wouldn't it be better if you and I and 499 other people were there? I mean, come on, that would be the best. That is actually my goal is to get to 500 people in the challenge because I don't know, I like big goals. I feel like I'm dreaming big today. Help a sister out, okay? Okay, now we're gonna dive into the actual meat and potatoes of this episode and we're gonna talk about transitioning our plants from outdoors where they were in the summertime to indoors for the fall and for the winter. And so 
Full disclaimer, I don't typically put my houseplants outside in the summer. And the reason for that is simply because I live in the Pacific Northwest. And though we have pretty surprisingly nice summers, it's such a short season that I don't like adding all of the extra to-dos for myself um, to take them out side and bring them back inside because it is kind of a process Um, and it's a process worth your time and worth your efforts because it will help your houseplant acclimate to your home better and it will um, help it to prevent like things like dropping leaves things like that so the reason it really needs to be acclimated which simply means coming more accustomed or becoming accustomed sorry to a new climate or new conditions is because the growing conditions outside where they were for the whole summer are drastically different than the growing conditions within your home. And the biggest difference in that is the amount of light your plant will receive. So if you want to dive a little bit deeper into understanding light, I have a lot of content on that um, in past episodes. In particular, episode 7, Daryl Chang from Houseplant Journal comes on and he really unpacks light um, from a different sort of perspective and it's really, really helpful. He gives some really actionable um, advice. So if you head back to episode 7, you can listen to that. But so I have four things I need you to do when you bring your houseplant from outside, inside, um, in preparation for fall and winter in the colder months. So the first is to prepare your home. This step is really simple. It won't take long, but it's an important one to think through. Do you have enough light in your home to support a healthy plant? Um, and if not, how can you rearrange things a bit so your plant can see? I'm doing some heavy air quotes because we all know plants don't have eyes, you silly goose. If your plant can see the open sky. So get eye level with your plant. This is something that Daryl Chang teaches actually in episode 7. If you get eye level with your houseplant, can it see some patch of open sky? And so there shouldn't be trees or awnings. It's like as little blocking the open sky from the plant as possible is going to be more often than not, where you need your houseplants to be. Because remember that your plant is surrounded by four walls and a roof and only one teeny tiny window that lets light in. Granted, your regular old overhead lights and other kinds of lights will affect that, but sunlight specifically is being drastically reduced. And the um, foot candles that are available for the sunlight are just going to be stronger more often than not than the foot candles the volume of light that an overhead light has to produce. So you can consider doing grow lights, things like that. So after that, second thing is to consider pests. I have a two-part series on pests um, a few episodes back, episode 26 and 27. But there are a lot of steps here in within this pest section, this pest step, to consider But when you bring your plant in because – Really, I just don't want you to get infested with ants. Like, that's all my goal is for you. That would suck. And I mean, it's happened to me before when I've brought plants in and out. And that's one of the reasons I stopped because at the time we were living in a place where we just had a lot of ants outside and I was tired of them coming back inside because they set up camp in the pots of my plants and then I would bring my plants back inside and it's like a giant mess. So I suggest treating all of your house plants that stayed inside over the summer as a preventative measure. Um, I use a botanically based insecticidal spray, which I have linked directly in episode 26 show notes and within the show notes of this episode which is at dustyheggy.com slash podcast slash 035 because this is episode 35. Anyway so I have all those resources for you on the website but I do suggest pre-treating your plants in 
case a pest comes inside, you don't want all your plants to get attacked by those mischievous little pests. And then this is a heavy emphasis. Expect the plants that you bring from inside very, 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 very well. Like really, really, really pay attention and observe them. Check under the pot, check the soil, check the crooks of the leaves, like look everywhere. And I also recommend, again, doing some preventative measure um, with like that botanically based insecticidal spray. You can use things like mosquito bits as a, a really good thing for things like mosquitoes or fungus gnats, things like that. And I dive deeper into the different kinds of methods you might need for pest removal in episode 26. So you can head back there if if you do notice pests. And then lastly, if you don't want to use an insecticidal spray or any sort of thing to remove pests and you don't see any pests and you don't want to have to go through all that trouble, a, a very viable option in this situation is to just sort of quarantine your houseplant away from everything else maybe in a separate room for at least two weeks before you bring it out to the other plants Um, and that's not a guaranteed way to say that there won't be pests because oftentimes pests will go dormant for seasons or they'll just be a tiny little bit and you won't notice them and then suddenly there's an outburst Um, and so but just quarantining them will kind of reduce the risk and hopefully help a whole lot. Okay, so you've prepped your home, you've checked for pests, and the third step is to start that like process of acclimating your houseplant indoors. So the most ideal time to bring your houseplant from outside back inside is when the temperature outside is roughly the same as the temperature inside. That will just make that transition a little less shocking. Once it starts getting below 50 degrees Fahrenheit or 10 degrees Celsius at nighttime is kind of when you should be having red flags and thinking like, oh man, I really got to bring these plants inside because most houseplants are of tropical origin and they prefer really even keel temperatures, typically not wanting to go below 60, but I've found that a lot of them will tolerate 50 or so for a short period of time. So if you've forgotten them outside, don't think your plants are doomed, but maybe get on it and start acclimating them indoors. And even when the temperatures are similar outside as they are inside, this still should be kind of a slow process, taking between three and five days or so to acclimate your plant fully indoors. And there are two main ways that I suggest doing this. And the first is the one that I was always taught um, growing up and in houseplant care, which is to take your plant from outside and put it in the spot you want to keep it during the winter in your home for a few hours, three to four hours or so, and then put it back outside and then bring it back inside the house the next day for a couple hours longer and then put it back outside and then bring it back inside the next day and leave it inside a couple hours longer um, until and keep doing that until it's inside for all of the daylight hours and then just let it be inside and you're done. Um, And it is like a lot of back and forth, a lot of remembering to bring it back and forth um and so it is a little bit more complicated the second way and the way that I prefer the way that feels way easier to me um is to just over the span of three to five days drag your plant into more and more shadier locations to sort of allow your plant to kind of wean off of sunlight basically you're trying to get it into a space that has less and less and less light every day because when you bring it inside your home even a really shady spot outside a lot of the time is going to have more volume of light available to that space than a, a bright area in your home not always but using a light meter is going to be the best way to judge that and it will really really surprise you within get planty houseplant foundations course which is coming out so soon guys you can jump on the waitlist at dustyheggy.com slash get dash planty but within the course 
we cover how to use a light meter and how to judge light um, in some really, really practical ways and then in some really nitty gritty ways, like for example, using a light meter. Okay, so now that you have moved your plant around into shadier and shadier locations to try and wean it off of sunlight, that sweet, sweet sun, the next step is to have some appropriate expectations about how your houseplant is going to behave once you bring it inside. Because remember, your houseplants don't have cozy sweaters and pumpkin muffins and pumpkin spice lattes to look forward to as we transition into winter. They just get a lack of light. And light is the precursor for photosynthesis, which is the process by which a houseplant creates its own food. And I explain photosynthesis for the houseplant collector in episode 29. So I'm not going to break that down here. But with less light, the plant will slow down this process of photosynthesis and require less water as a result. And so this is why it's so important that you feel the soil before you water and that you never stick to a rigid houseplant schedule and instead develop a really good fluid houseplant routine, which is something that we are going to craft together within the Stop Killing Your Houseplants challenge um, and why it's going to be so fun. I'm really excited because when you have a routine and you understand your houseplant better, well, first of all, you need to understand your houseplant better and then you can formulate a routine that is going to be fun for you. That's not going to make that process feel stressful or make you doubt every day if you should be watering or if you're watering too much or if that yellowing on the leaf means your plant is doomed or what does this little bug mean? Like I want to be able to equip you to Look at a plant and make some really educated guesses about its care and about the things that it needs and equip you to create a really solid houseplant routine that brings you joy and that brings you happiness and even better, keeps your houseplants alive. Well, maybe not even better. Joy and happiness is way more important than a living houseplant. But I think you get my excitement. I certainly hope so. So here's a quick summary of the four things that you should do to transition your houseplants from outdoors to indoors for the colder months. The first is prepare your home for plants. The second is to check for pests and consider preventative treatment for houseplants left inside during the summer months. The third is to take that acclimation process slow and let your houseplant become accustomed to lower levels of light. And Lastly, give your plant some grace and expect the winter months to be a period of rest because they will be. Okay, that's all I have for you today. This is a nice, short, brief episode after several weeks of much longer episodes. And I hope you enjoy and I hope you start bringing those houseplants inside and that you have a great week of growing well. <laughs>